Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hello, Jan. Hello. Okay, what are we going to talk about today? I think, let's talk about uh, the MBTI Mm -hmm. as far as the different functions of introversion and extroversion and sensing intuition thinking, feeling, judging, perceiving, Mm -hmm. and let's have a look at what they uh, look like when they're Mm well-developed as far as, you know, type skills and when they're underdeveloped. And I think this is an important thing to look at because it gives people an idea of whether or not they're using that particular um, function in a way that is being effective. Yeah. And so when we're talking about a well-developed type, we're talking about someone who obviously has the preference for it, Mm. but over time has developed a skill and refinement in the use of that. When it's underdeveloped, uh, perhaps they haven't actually developed the skill associated with that preference that they have. And so what we're trying to give people um, an exposure to is just have a look at themselves and say, wow, is that underdeveloped in me or is it well-developed based on the way that I'm behaving? Yeah, so why do you think that it's, in, it's important to know this? Well, it's important to know this so that particularly leaders or anybody communicating with other people have a better or deeper understanding of how they come across and the impact that they have on others. Yeah, that's right. And I suppose um, it's important to know this because if they haven't seen it from um, their perspective before, mm. they're just broadening that their repertoire of you know behaviour and understanding how that impacts others. Okay, so let's get into it. So why don't we start with extroversion, Jan? Yeah. So if you have a well-developed type skill in extroversion, you would be seeing an active approach to situations and life events and also bringing breadth to a situation. Mm -hmm. If it's underdeveloped, you'd be a little bit more hyperactive and superficial. Yeah, isn't that interesting? So people who have underdeveloped uh, type in extroversion have been recognised as being a little bit over the top and Mm. a little bit... Uh, yeah, and superficial is such a good word to describe that. And so the, the other thing that we might just mention here is it might be uh, an example of stress too. Mm. So, you know, un- it could ca- come across as underdeveloped, but it also could be uh, the stress that's causing that um, that look of being, you know, hyperactive and superficial. So for people who are listening to this podcast, just notice whether or not you have been a little bit hyperactive, superficial, which could look like being really impatient, Mm. Um, not just normal impatience of extroversion, but really impatient, wanting to actually have those diversions when you're working on a task. Mm. So that these are indicators that perhaps it's either underdeveloped or it's stress. And perhaps what they they tend to do is because extroverts like to develop ideas and discuss them with others, maybe they, they find themselves going down rabbit holes all the time and it actually pulls them away from um, focusing on the tasks. They're continually just going mm, down mm. and discussing and, you know, toing and froing ideas instead of getting things done. 
And this is diminishing your level of effectiveness. Mm, mm. All right, let's have a look at introversion at a a well-developed type. So well-developed introversion would be that be have a reflective approach to situations and ideas and uh, they'd bring depth, you know, to a discussion or depth to an argument or depth to a train of thought, whereas the opposite was extroversion, it was bringing breadth. So introversion is bringing depth to a situation. And also, um, so the way... The other thing is if they're underdeveloped, what you would find is that they would seem to be withdrawn and secretive and almost like not letting people in. You'd have that and almost over-serious, a little bit, a bit dour, Mm, in fact. That's right. Because normally, you know, people with introversion like that quiet and private space Mm. so they can concentrate, but even more so, it's kind of like they're becoming a little bit more secluded. That's right. So their normal preference would be that they, you know, they they have a sort of quiet, calming presence Mm. and that just dialed up or being underdeveloped or in a stressful situation, they're going to be withdrawn. That's right. So that's the, the difference. And also this can impact their level of effectiveness because they're then unable to develop ideas alone through um, reflection because they just keep on analysing that analysis paralysis. Mm. They don't then move into um, some type of action or extroverted action. Yeah, or summarising their mm. and sharing their final thoughts. Mm. It's like that. there's this continual rumination almost. That's right. Mm. So just notice whether or not that's been in your type mm-hmm. uh, for the last week or to- two because it could indicate something for you. So let's have a look at um, the next preference. So we've looked at where you get your energy from, extroversion, introversion, and now we're going to have a look at the type of information that you know, like, and trust. And this is sensing. Mm-hmm. You like the concrete, mm-hmm. the facts. The Just figures, the facts, please. And the intuits who like the theory, like to see the connections and that big picture approach. Mm -hmm. So if you are a well-developed type skill in sensing, you would be practical and you would bring data to a situation or to an explanation or communication. So very practical. Very practical. You know, they're anchored in the current reality of the situation and they seem to be uh, very commonsensical Mm. in their approach to things. Now, if it's underdeveloped, it would look like being slow and dull Mm. and a narrow focus. And so with this narrow focus, this usually happens when people are overloaded Mm. or whether or not they're stressed or they've got too many things on their plate. So, and that's why you actually can be slow and dull because you're just over, um, uh, I suppose, stimulated in the brain and the brain kind of starts to shut down. That's right. And then they can become a little bit fixed mm. in that. And, mm. and, and this is where this sort of resistance to change can really come into to play when, when it's underdeveloped. Yeah, because they enjoy applying skills that they've already perfected. However, sometimes those skills aren't appropriate to a new situation, but because, like you said, mm-hmm. it's underdeveloped, they become fixed. Yeah. And so, in situations where we've got a lot of change happening in an organisation, they can feel very untrustworthy about the person uh, initiating the change mm. because they haven't seen it before and they don't know what 
you know potentially it could look like because their fo- because their focus is so in the past and and very narrow yeah so i suppose to uh, manage that so if you are finding that you are kind of like that narrow focus it is a matter of stepping back mm. and asking questions about the impact of what you're doing um for other people or a you know your customer or your customer's customer mm. to kind of give you that big picture um, and focus. That's right, and stretch yourself because you know you might be very comfortable with what is you know familiar and practical. And a way to expand your repertoire is to just stretch yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone with things that aren't familiar. Mm. So you know, take a different way to work or do you know try things differently if you don't speak up at meetings let's have a go at doing speaking up and sharing Mm. intuition so let's have a look at the intuits when it's well developed they're imaginative and they bring perspective so different perspectives to a a situation or an event Mm. and they're open to possibilities aren't they people with well-developed intuition yeah because they like solving you know new and complex problems they enjoy that challenge of you know like learning something new Mm. now if it's underdeveloped yeah well that it almost seems like they're careless and Mm. impractical and dreamy (laughs) and a little bit silly and uh yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense to to people they're off in their own world is Mm. another way you could describe them that's right and not so much in touch with the reality the practicality of how long it might take to actually do something or to see the impact Mm. of what they're doing Mm. on other people so just notice whether or not you are careless in the detail when you're putting something together a report um, or emails are going past you and you're not you know checking them just notice whether or not you do um, have that tendency. I know because yeah, because you could come back and say, "Wow, it seemed like a good idea at the time. What mm. was I thinking?" Mm. You know, that sort of thing would go through your head if you're underdeveloped in the intuition. Yeah, so this would be um, just sitting in the detail, just going over a second um, view, giving it to someone else just to check. And just checking in with yourself. That's right. How practical is it to implement this idea? Could be a, a, a question, a checking question that you ask yourself. Mm. All right. So let's have a look at the thinking feeling. And this is based on um, decision making. So we've had a look at where we get our energy, the information that we know, like, and trust. And based on that information, we make decisions. decisions. So like we make up to 35,000 decisions mm. a day. You know, we wake <laughs> up. Um, how long are we going to be in bed for? How much toothpaste are we going to put on the brush, etc.? So it is important to be effective in this area. That's right. So if you're uh, in that thinking um, preference, when it's well developed, you analyse situations and evaluate situations and you bring consistencies to a situation or event. Yeah, clear thinking processes. Mm. And and what they're going to do is use like a defined criteria in order. So so this is the logical aspect coming through and it's very, um, pra- you know, practical, they're analytical and they critique things really well. Yeah, and if it's underdeveloped, uh, they can come across as being cold, mm. uh, uncaring, and overly competitive. Mm. And it's almost any situation is set up to um, as a combative one. So yeah. it's me against you or us against them. That's right, a win lose, and mm. they look outward. Mm to a situation 
and comparing there's mm. a little bit of comparison mm. and that doesn't in any of my experience doesn't help anyone uh, so some of the things that you could do to bring that thinking style is to actually stop thinking and I talk about stop and drop so stop this analysis you know in that evaluation and just drop into your body notice you know what your body is feeling yeah and not everything has to be a debate or a challenge mm. and that's what they you know I suppose one of the tips is just to hold back Hold back the challenge. You know, I know, you know, you really want to challenge that idea or that person um, or debate them. Just hold back mm. and let them let them speak. Mm. Let it wash over you. Mm. So a well-developed type skill in feeling, so that's the other side, mm. is um, they are very affiliative. Mm. Uh, they bring harmony to a situation. They're uh, very collaborative. Yeah. So that's well-developed. That's right. And they develop rapport very easily. Mm. Um, they're very supportive and nurturing um, to, to people and situations. That's right. And there is this a little bit of um, avoidance sometimes, mm. you know, with conflict, but not overly avoidant. Mm -hmm. They can still manage that, mm -hmm. yeah? When it's underdeveloped, they are easily hurt and overly sentimental. So they will do everything in their power not to have that conversation, not to give someone um, feedback. Um, or they'll take things personally. Almost anything will be, you know, uh, a personal affront. If somebody cuts in, uh, you know, <laughs> in the traffic or in a, uh, a shopping line, they're going to be um, offended. That's right. And when you're healthy, you want appreciation, right, mm, through a process. Mm, However, mm. if it's underdeveloped, mm. it's like everything you want it to be appreciated yeah. because it's all about you. You mm. know, there's not that expanded, um, yeah, perspective. Mm -hmm. So let's have a look at the last um, skill type and preference and this is judging and perceiving and this is your orientation to the outside world how you like things to be organized and function so let's have a look at judging so the judging types are, um, if they're well developed are decisive they bring a plan you know they share decisions and they seem really well organized and they're very goal focused so that so they're the sorts of things that you see in a well-developed um, judging type mm. And if it's underdeveloped, you're going to find that they're overly opinionated, very controlling, want a plan in place now. They want a decision to be made straight away. And it's almost like they're unforgiving <laughs> of anything that deviates from their plan. Mm. And what that can look like is that perhaps you need to finalise a report and the report isn't due to Friday, but you want to get it done <laughs> Thursday so you can just tick it off your list and you start hammering everyone who needs to input into your report um, so you can actually feel relief because mm. it can um, sometimes feel quite anxious you feel mm. quite anxious and this uh, overriding sense of adrenaline in the body mm, yeah, yeah. No, which isn't healthy no okay so let's have a look at perceiving when it's well developed uh, when it's well developed the p is they seem inquisitive and they bring options they're very flexible and adaptable and and it's almost like you know they're responding to the situation as it presents itself and they're really good at on their feet and um open and adaptable so for example if you were showing that well-developed skill we were in a, um, a workshop the other day and we we're trying to get the video to to work and mm. it just wasn't working and there was you know 40 people in the room 
And so all of a sudden it was like, okay, let's move the chairs around. Let's do an activity. Someone came up and took care of the, mm. it's, it's like you can think on your feet instead of going, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. Because they're, they're very good at generating and considering like a whole, and a wide range of options, mm. which goes to the, you know, when there is underdeveloped, they can seem very indecisive because there are so many options available to them. It's like, oh, which one do I pick? Because they're clouded in their view and they can seem like they're procrastinating as well. So it's, you know, your strength dialed up or when you're under stress, that's how it's going to come across um, as a perceiver. Yeah, I think because they're not backing themselves as well, there isn't that sense of clarity mm. with all those options. Mm. So just notice in the last week or so have you demonstrated some of those underdeveloped um, characteristics yeah are you postponing decisions or are you making every decision very tentative rather than landing on one and then moving on to the next one yeah they are some indicators i think for people yeah so yeah just check in with yourself see where you need to just refocus i think you know you get what you focus on and um, you will definitely be more effective in these areas, you know, managing people and yourself. Agree. Good luck, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.